Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, This Is My Father's World. did not evolve from some germ in the primeval slime as evolutionists claim. The Bible declares that he was formed and created with all his faculties as a result of a special work of God's creation. The late Dr. Edward Slauson, a chemist of international fame, said the greatest miracle of the Bible is its chemical accuracy. The first book of the Bible says that man was made of the dust of the earth, and this is literally and scientifically true. In the dust of the earth, there are 16 different chemical elements, and in the body of man, there are those same 16 chemical elements. How could Moses have known this? 
Long before the science of chemistry was born, he made a statement about the combination of elements that exist in dust and man alike. And the scientists of the 20th century have proved this statement true. Only God could have so inspired the words that he wrote. Modern science also emphasized that the atoms of which our bodies are composed are almost all empty spaces. Each atom, as you probably know, is similar in construction to the solar system. A few specks of solid matter scattered around an enormous amount of comparative nothingness. Therefore, scientists tell us, should all this space of the atoms in the body of a 200-pound man be removed and only the solid substance retained, he would be no bigger than a particle of dust. Yes, man's body is just a tiny blown-up speck of earth. Let us recognize with Job that we dwell here in houses of clay whose foundation is in the dust. This knowledge should make us reverence our Creator, humble ourselves, and seek our salvation from Him who has promised us a house not made with hands eternal in the heavens. It should also help make us realize how unimportant this life is and the things that we do in the flesh. All our boasting and vaunted greatness must fall before these humbling words. He remembereth that we are dust. If we keep these things in mind, it will be easier to set our affections on things above. Listen now as Scott Delosier sings for us this beautiful song entitled, Who Am I? That the Lord of all the earth Would care to know my name Would care to feel my hurt Who am I That the bright and morning star Would choose to light the way For my ever-wandering heart Not because of who I am But because of what you've done Not because of what I've done But because of who you are I am a flower quickly fading Here today and gone tomorrow Wave tossed in the ocean Vapor in the wind Still you hear me when I'm calling Lord, you catch me when I'm falling, and you told me who I am. I am yours. I am yours. Who am I that the eyes that see my sin will look on me with love and watch me rise again? That the voice that calmed the sea Would call out through the rain Would call 
storm in me not because of who I am but because of what you've done not because of what I've done but because of who you are I am a flower quickly fading here today and gone tomorrow the wave tossed in the ocean a vapor in the wind still you hear me when I'm calling Lord you catch me when I'm falling and you told me who I am Because of what you've done, not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading, here today, gone tomorrow, wave tossed in the ocean, a vapor in the wind. Still, you hear me when I'm calling. You are listed during the morning, which is presented each Sunday at this same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're in the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814 942-2131. Listen now as Ray Goss plays for us in the saxophone this song entitled Overshadowed.
when army ants begin to move, there is little that can stop them against their will. The wild animals in Africa flee in terror from these ants. Perhaps that is why they are also known as driver ants. What is it that makes it impossible to stop these ants? Just one word, cooperation. Very simply, they are masters at cooperation. Even a small stream cannot stop their march. They will make themselves into a living chain, perhaps starting from a twig or a blade of grass. As each holds on to the waist of the one in front of him, they make a living bridge and advance over it. A larger body of water will not stop them either. Once again, by using cooperation, they cross. How? By making themselves into a ball and literally rolling across with the queen and the eggs in the middle. The army ants seem to live by working together more than any other type of ant. These ants do not have permanent homes to come back to after they begin their march. They make their home from their own bodies, forming themselves in the rooms and passageways. Inside, the queen lays her eggs, and the nurses tend to them and care for the grubs. Some of the ants bring food, which had been stored from the last raid. From this, the queen nurses, and the many ants which make up the walls and the ceilings are fed. The army ants aren't the only ones who know the secret of doing things together. Ant workers of any variety call on others from their community to help them when they find food which is too large for them to bring home by themselves. Their motto could be, United we work. How wonderful it is and would be if believers could all cooperate as the ants do. 1 Corinthians 3, 9 says, For we are laborers together with God, ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building. It takes all of us to make the work of the Lord go on as it should. God has a place for each believer in his plan, and it's important that we all cooperate with one another in doing the work that he has for us. Will you be doing your share today? Will you be in a Bible-believing church praying for the pastor and others? giving your fair share for the support of the work. The only way any work for the Lord can be effective is if all involved are cooperating. Listen now as Sharon Reynolds sings for us a song entitled, Victory in Jesus. Oh, 
Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, the ministry of John the Baptist. Matthew chapter 3, verse 11. I indeed baptize you with water under repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. There are three different baptisms mentioned in Matthew chapter 3, verse 11. Only John's baptism included water. The other two were dry baptisms. The three baptisms are John's baptism with water. I indeed baptize you with water. Baptism with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And the baptism with fire. As we previously studied concerning John's baptism, it included water. In the Old Testament, water was a symbol of cleansing. Those being water baptized were confessing their sins. Hence the Pharisees in particular rejected John's baptism because they did not believe that they were sinners. Luke chapter 7 verse 30. The second baptism is he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. The he is a reference to the one who is coming after John and who is mightier than John. And this, of course, is speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ came after John, but he was mightier than John because he was God manifested in human flesh. A leading fundamental one-volume New Testament commentary, and here's their words on Matthew 3.11. With the Holy Ghost refers to the spiritual rebirth of the regenerate who shall receive the baptism of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, 13, which clearly indicates that all believers have received the baptism of the Spirit. This experience began at Pentecost, Acts 2, and was repeated upon every new group of converts until it became norm for all Christian believers. Continuing 1 Corinthians 12, 13, one spirit are we all baptized into one body. This fulfills Matthew 3, 11, John 1, 33, and Acts 1, 5. Question, how could 1 Corinthians 12, 13 fulfill Matthew 3, 11, or Acts 1, 5? Acts 1, 5 says, For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days. 1 Corinthians 12, 13 says, For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body. How could it be the same as Matthew 3, 11? How could 1 Corinthians 12, 13 be the same thing as Matthew 3, 11, that He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost? One is the Lord Jesus Christ is baptizing with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, for power. One is the Holy Spirit baptizing believers into the body of Christ. It's positional truth. Why did the Lord Jesus Christ baptize the believing nation of Israel with the Holy Spirit? It was for power. Notice the words of the so-called Great Commission in Luke chapter 24, verse 49. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Acts chapter 1 verse number 8. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. 
and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. The Lord Jesus Christ baptized the believing nation of Israel with the Holy Spirit for power so that the believing nation of Israel would be empowered to testify to the unbelieving nation of Israel concerning Christ as their Messiah. This baptism with the Holy Ghost for power was fulfilled on the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, verse 4. In the day of Pentecost, we've studied this before, the day of Pentecost is not the birthday or the beginning, the commencement of the church, the body of Christ. The day of Pentecost was a Jewish feast day, which involved the harvest, Leviticus chapter 23, verses 15 to verse 22. And of course, here in the day of Pentecost, it is and was to be dealing with the the harvest, the soul of the nation of Israel. And the third and last baptism is with fire. Matthew chapter 3, verse 12, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he shall burn up the chaff with the unquenchable fire. Fire in the Bible speaks of judgment. This is referring to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse number 8. In flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Then the question is, why was Lord Jesus Christ baptized? Again, I hope that you're reading and studying your Bible as we share this message. Matthew 3, verse 13 to down to verse 17. And in verse number 15, it was to suffer, to fulfill all righteousness. And so the Lord Jesus Christ was was baptized. And then we see the Holy Spirit of God descending like a dove in verse 16. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. If water was symbolic of cleansing, why was the Lord Jesus Christ baptized? And those who would state that we are to follow the Lord in baptism, and we should practice water baptism because Christ was baptized. This is an incorrect statement, because he was baptized to fulfill all the righteousness of the law. The Old Testament priests, Exodus chapter 29, verses 4 to verse 7, water and with oil. Lord Jesus Christ was baptized with water, and following his baptism, the Holy Spirit descended upon him, and the Holy Spirit descending on him was a type of oil. It is so important, so important to study God's Word. Go to the context, read and study the Word of God. We need to rightly divide. And what we do, we see the word baptism doesn't always refer to a water baptism. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? In the book of Acts chapter 13, Paul and Antioch of Pisidia preached justification by faith. Justification by faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. The law can't save you. It is by belief and trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ. Would you believe him right now? been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. 
we trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Still I see, Lord, Jesus is my name.